Hey, this is Erica Schultz from M3 Comics, and you're listening to Adrian and Atlas Have Issues. Welcome to Adrian and Atlas Have Issues. I'm Adrian, and hey, um, and now time for something completely different. Um, I guess it's weird that I'm going to actually discuss something other than like comic books and like geek stuff on the podcast, but at the same time, I realized the whole point of being a geek, if I'm going to rip off of that Simon Pegg quote, is pretty much just that, you know, insane love of something, like where you love it to the point so much that you actually geek out over it. So I figured, you know what, that'll be a nice half-assed segue into talking about hockey. Yay! <laughs> and there you go. So you know what, forget it. The intros always get ruined, so there you go. Congratulations, they're my co-hosts for today. It was beautiful. Um, the over. stars of the as-yet-named or created podcast, because I've Really just been beating him over the head with it, and I figure I'm going to keep doing this until it actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, please welcome um, actually two very good friends of the show. Like, before we even realized, you know, hey, we should talk about hockey, you know, they were really big fans of Adrian and Atlas Have Issues. Um, one of them, a late bloomer, which, again, we don't really... No judgment. You know, judgment. No judgment. And the other, I guess, is our partner in crime slash. You're probably like the leading like field reporter on all things Phoenix Jones, Ash. So I mean, that's kind of how I think a lot of this started. <laughs> so no joke, I probably get on Google and Google Phoenix Jones like two, three times a month just for my own entertainment. <laughs> and he never released a book. He never released a book. Yeah, I'm. I'm still crying about that on the inside. No big deal. I'll get over it eventually. Well, considering he's actually gotten into some trouble recently, I know, with, you know, the whole incarceration thing. I mean, maybe he's just waiting for more material to be kind of written. See? So, I <laughs> That's terrible. Like, go figure. You start the show just completely just bad about, like, Phoenix Jones. I wouldn't start. I wouldn't have it any other way. Gonna start the hockey episode by not talking about hockey. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, yes. Um, it's a nice segue for you know people who are expecting something else. Give them a tidbit, lure them in, and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna talk about this one thing, hockey. It's like, oh, so anyway, Phoenix Jones, um, <laughs> while doesn't actually you know perform play in the NHL, uh, I'm sure he has a Wouldn't that really mean wonderful? snapshot. That would be so wonderful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, granted, I guess, well, in Seattle, I guess that they played now. If there was ever, like, a fight in, like, I guess in Seattle, did they have to, like, mutually agree to fight first before, you know, the gloves come off, or is that after the fact? I don't, I mean. Which, I don't know if you know that story. It's the, um, I guess there's that mutual combat law where, um, I guess two people can pretty much have it out in the streets if they both agree to the terms of the fight, and basically they just keep going until somebody falls. It's pretty much hockey. <sighs> 
for me, like, I guess the basic shedding of the gloves, like, that's mutual combat. If both guys disglove, it's on. I don't know. I've watched a few games recently um, where people have just been sucker punched and then fights start. Oh, what about uh, last year? Is it Emery from uh, Philly? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Anytime the goalie goes after the other goalie and one goalie is hiding behind the net, that's probably not mutual. No, probably not. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but if you're from Philly, you kind of deserve to get your ass beat. I'm sorry. Uh, no, he was handing out the beating. I forget who they were playing, but it he was, was hiding behind the net. He was literally hiding behind the net. How do you hide behind? Don't you at that point? Oh God, what? really? It was, it was Washington. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, never mind. That kind of makes that sense. Ex- yeah, that explains a lot. <laughs> well, there you go. There's your mutual combat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sign all rights over. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know what? I feel like in terms of hockey, if you're going to get into a fight, someone drops gloves. You know what? Even if you get the ever-loving shit knocked out of you, have the common decency to drop your gloves and put up a fight. You know, tug on their shirt, make them fall, so that way you can hopefully just go to the penalty box without getting decked. But if you're going to hide behind net, Jesus, like, really? Don't be a bitch. Yeah, especially when you have that much padding as a goalie, like... You're probably just going to get knocked on your ass and look like a turtle anyways. You might as well go down like a man turtle. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Not everybody could be, you know, everybody's favorite German suplex and goalie bishop who it's like, you're in my crease, you're going to pay. I'm, that is a beautiful chess piece right there. It's a beautiful chess piece. <laughs> ben Bishop is wonderful. It's a whole thing. That's okay. But... I guess we should probably go back for those of you who don't know. Um, I was like I said, you guys are really big fans of the show. Um, not only are you geeks and also pretty crafty, and I mean that in an actual literal sense, not in a Beastie Boys sense. Um, <laughs> it's, pretty true. it's pretty true in both sense, but I will say, you know, for the whole part is I'm pretty much humbled because while I consider myself a hockey fan, I realize. After talking to you two, I don't know nearly as much. Like, I know shit. And I've never been more proud of the fact to know nothing. Aww. <laughs> well, you've got us on the, on the opposite end of that. Yeah. If I needed to ask somebody a comic book question, I know who to go to. So, there's that. See, it kind of works hand in hand. But again, I, I, at the end of the day, it's just, well... Uh, I, well, really, at the end of the day, we all kind of have, like, a weird connection giving our uh, favorite teams only because, well, let's see. Um, being from New Jersey, we've had some really bad luck. Um, one of you, not going to name names, stole our goalie. It wasn't stealing. No, it was stealing. Martin Bordeaux was like, you know what, I think I'm going to stay with the Devils. Then a white van pulled up, put a black bag over his head, and dragged him in. They should have been, up- been his retirement home, though. It wasn't, like, you know, at your stadium. Um... Um. Oh, or you know what? That's it. <laughs> are we gonna Are we gonna go here already? I figured. You know what? Let's just get this out of the way because you know I feel like there's some undue hostility. I've been trying to be happy for you. She started. And say she started. I haven't said anything. <laughs> there was no stealing. Uh, Explain to me how there was stealing. Break this down for me. Oh, I mean, okay. Look, I I will agree. There are worse places he could have gone. Yeah. I mean, again, I would have thought it would have been great if he just stayed in Jersey, just stayed with the organization, just kind of been like a Reggie Jackson of hockey. You know, just stay with the Devils long after. But no, he's gonna be like, I need to play, and someone help me. I want to start, and it's like, well, I know you're one of the greatest goalies in the world. I love you. I still have your broken hockey stick. Oh. That my dad actually got me from one of their practices, and it's just, uh. Oh. That's awesome. 
But the fact of the matter is, I'm like, you're supposed to stay here. And it's like, okay, where's the ending up? And then those actually had tagged me in the um, post on Twitter. And it's like, oh, he's skating with the St. Louis Blues. I'm like, not the worst thing in the world. I was okay with it. Like, okay, I'm actually, I have no beef with the Blues. Right. Next thing you know, it's like, I see pictures of the jersey, and I'm like, no, I thought you were just going to hang out with them for a while. I didn't realize you were going to go. I thought it was like a sleepover. I didn't know it was like a long-term thing. Right. It's just maybe things happened, and it's like, you know, it started off weird, then I realized, hey, we really like each other. So is he actually starting for them, or is he he's, just going to ride the pine pony the whole time? He's starting right now. He's playing right now, as we speak. He is. In- so, so why are we doing this podcast? Um, <laughs> Love. Love, love of Adrian and Atlas. I mean, Why? <laughs> it's against the Panthers, so probably not missing much. Sorry, Maddie. No. <laughs> what part? Actually, my first hockey game was against the Florida Panthers. Um, needless to say, the Devils kind of just started like the first period, like five nothing. I, yeah, you know what? Actually, I congratulated you on that. That's right. This the home opener of the season, right? Or uh, it was your first game, one of the first games you watched, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember messaging you about that. We we're like, "Hey, good start," and you were like, "Don't tease me." I was like, "No, really, good start." You don't say that. It. You know what it is? I mean, I know you have that whole thing about like as I guess I feel like we're still underdogs, and, and you know, I'm so used to people saying, "Oh, hey, good game," knowing full well we got blown out. Well, I figure with the, <laughs> and, with the region you live in, like. I don't, I don't know what it's like there for you, but I would imagine like everybody is a fucking Rangers fan. So, uh, like, and well, I say that with love. Like, it's got to be hard to be like an Islanders fan or a Jersey fan or a ha 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 Buffalo fan, um, because everybody's like, no, the Rangers. I, I'm guessing here. I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know what it's no, there. but seeing as how I spend most of my weekends, you know, coming to and from Penn Station. Uh. The the sea of just red, white, and blue, and just oh, it's awful. It really is. I uh, yeah, I don't blame you. Then last year with the you know the Stanley Cup drive, and it's just oh gosh, they're on the train, they're all drunk, they're chanting, "We want the cup!" And then well, they didn't get it, so that worked out. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, because the, the night they lost, um, I was actually on a train, and no one said a word. It was the greatest thing in the world. A beautiful <laughs> silence. Beautiful silence. <laughs> It's the only time in the world where I'm like, all right, LA, you can have this one. It's cool. <laughs> well, but you know what? Not for nothing, though. They lost to a, you know, it, they they I, as much as I don't like LA. You know what? Much like when they beat us, they they played a good game, and we just got beat by a team that was just better. And I'm not even angry about that. See, Adrian, you and I, our teams are both East Coast teams, and Fergie is part of that Western Conference, and it's nuts because no matter how well you play in the Eastern Conference, you're still not playing on the same level as a Western Conference team. So you can you could play your ass off all season over here, and then you could get to the you get to the playoffs and just get shut down because it's like a whole different level of hockey. And I love I love my team, and I I think they're great, but I still worry when you get that close because it's just insane, like. Especially the Kings, like you say, like it's it's nuts how good they are. It's just a different level. If you looked at the the point totals at the end of the season last year, the Eastern Conference wasn't even in like that upper echelon as far as like the 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 final goal tallies, like the win tallies. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. 
Like, we weren't coming near it because it's just a different caliber of play, which is a it's – a, it sucks. I don't know what they're drinking over there or eating, but – The water is way more delicious over there. It's a whole thing. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the East Coast water's gross. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Midwest. That Midwest water is so much better. <laughs> St. Louis has some of the best water in the country. Science and shit. Wait. You know what? As someone who actually works with water, I'm just going to flat out say – you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's manatees in our water, Ashley. Doesn't that make it better? No. No, it does not. <laughs> Don't want your manatee water. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, I'm sensing some hostility here. This really is just like a divisional beef. It's like, you know, the Northeast versus the South versus the Midwest. Who's going to win? Right. <laughs> See, my problem is I feel like a lot of the sports teams in my area, we kind of run off of that thing that, like, most, you know, Northeasters do where it's just, it's all just that really, I don't want to say bad attitude, but, you know, we're kind of scumbags. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, speaking from the Southern perspective on that, though, it's true. Like, you, you, if, as a, as the, a Lightning fan, if you're playing anybody, Philly, Boston, New York, like, that pocket, you're just like, great, the play is going to be really clean. Ha-ha. <laughs> look, we're, we're better than some, all right? Like I said, we're not, we're not Philly. We're not Pittsburgh. So you know what? Sir, just, you are not Pittsburgh. No, I'm not even going to get into that because actually it's funny you should talk about Pittsburgh because the other night I was watching NHL Network and it's just the whole time. And I don't really understand. like The coverage? At what point? <laughs> well, not even the conference. Just, well, just Pittsburgh in general. True. I so let's go. Let's go back a little bit, though, because you know what? I'm going to stop you right there because I feel like we're going to get to this really bad argument. Yeah. I want to know at least. You know, let's go back. You know, Wayne. You know, when like little Bergie and little Ritter <laughs> first discovering their love of hockey. So how did that really even get started? Because I'm always curious as to because it's not one of those things unless you grew up in a hockey household. It always seems to be like these weird stories that, you know, get people into it. Because it's really not like baseball in that sense. No, that's true. You first? Um, Well, I grew up, I mean, we moved around a lot, but I grew up mostly in St. Louis. And St. Louis is kind of a sports town with a beer problem. <laughs> so pretty much, hey, Anheuser-Busch is there. Like, fucking. My condolences. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, So, I mean, I went to a fair amount of games as a little kid and kind of mm, kind of fell away from it for a while. And then moving down here to Tampa and hooking up with these kids kind of rediscovered the obsession. So um, on my end, uh, my family bounced around a lot when we were younger. And one of the places we lived in for all of a year <laughs> was uh, Michigan. Boo. That's fair. Boo. I, I was never, ever a Red Wings fan. However, what that state did instill in me was the ability to play some street hockey at a very young age. And I had a hamster named Wayne's Gre Wayne Gretzky because, well, what else would you name your hamster? Uh, and um, Gordy Howe? I don't know. I mean, that's right. true. That's Gordie true. Howe. That's true. I mean, <laughs> Phil Esposito. This is my hamster, Phil Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I moved down here to Florida a couple years later. Um, Mighty Ducks was always a big deal for me. I know Ashley. Oh, God. It was a big deal as a kid. <laughs> um, it, like, it made it cool as a kid, you know. Uh, but then 
Um, a couple years before our Stanley Cup run, um, in 04, 04, um, <laughs> a friend of Rubbing. mine, uh, she, her family had really gotten a lot of, um, like tickets through her dad's company. So we'd go to games a lot and it just kind of stuck. Um, it's really inexpensive to go to games here. We have the best value per dollar on our tickets. Um, and it's kind of insane. Like this this year alone, I think Ryan and I have already been to like just Ryan and Ashley's been to only a couple games less than that with us. But yeah. I think we've already been to like ten games, which is kind of crazy. Like I think we've been to a game like every two weeks. So, <laughs> well, I can, which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and I can attest to that the cheapness aspect of it. Yeah, going to games in St. Louis and going to games that I went to in Nashville, like super expensive. Cool. Geez. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, no, and Ashley got down here and one of the, one of the first things we clicked on when we met was that she, she was really proud of her hockey team and I was too. And fortunately there's no, we, our teams play each other like twice a year. So there's no like, ah, your team's horrible. Like we both had respect for our teams and our, our team, our saying now together is go blue teams, which doesn't really (laughs) incorporate Jersey very well. We'll have to figure out about that. Well, it works better with like St. Louis than it does, you know, Tampa Bay, because it's like go white, gray, blue, sometimes a little bit of yellow thrown in. I'm not sure. It's right? true. It's true. We uh, we like to change up our jerseys down here. That's fair. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, listen. But it's it's not a safety cone from Philly or uh, an evil macaroni and cheese from Nashville. So hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Leave the Predators alone, all right? They're having a rough time of existing. Right? Um, They're having an amazing season, and everyone should be nice. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. It will last until they make it to the playoffs and probably choke because it's Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nashville. That's why I can say this. It's okay. I don't love Nashville, so... Wait, hold on, wait. Hold on, time out. This, see, this is information that was not, you know given to me early on. So wait, so why all of a sudden Nashville love? Um I have a friend who um is obsessed with them and it kind of rubbed off. So there I follow about six or seven teams. <laughs> we um, have a we have a game center um subscription that we share and Ashley watches like almost every hockey game. It's, pretty much. It's it's pretty intense. I have a lot of time on my hands. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, I love me a good underdog, and that's Nashville. Up until this season, pretty much, because they've been... I was going to say, it's like, yeah, there's always, yeah, you for the underdog until they're really good, then they start beating the other teams that you like. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like your Isles, uh, not your Isles, but the Isles in your region. The, the Islanders are doing pretty well this season, too, which is much to the surprise of about everybody. Well, I- only because even in doing well, no one even acknowledges the fact that, oh, wait, you guys are still around? <laughs> yep, it's true. I did not call Nashville's turnaround, but I did call the Islanders' turnaround. Well, they've been building on that for a while, haven't yeah. they? So, Team Halakia. <laughs> Halak! <laughs> I like it, Halak! <laughs> <laughs> As I choked to death here. Don't die. Nope, don't die. But yeah... I, I guess that's it, though. It's funny, because, like, my eyes lit up once you mentioned the Mighty Ducks, because I'm not going to lie. I mean, in this area, and especially at the East, where I grew up, there really was not much in the way of hockey in terms of, you know, I really didn't know anybody who played it, didn't really know anybody who was really into it, except for maybe some people that my dad worked with. Right. But it really was, I guess, well, not so much the first movie, but D2. 
I really don't know what it was about that movie, but I kid you not, I saw that movie at least a good like three or four times in theaters. I'm sure Aww. as a kid, and well, then just from there, it was popcorn and hockey movie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> have you watched? Like, yeah. have you watched those movies recently though? Yes, they're on Netflix. I have actually watched them all like back to back. I had like a whole marathon of them. I, I guess as somebody who watches hockey regularly, like it kind of hurt. That's all. It hurts. It does hurt now, but you know what it is? I go purely off in a style. That's true. There's so many good montages. So many good montages. Well, I'm just sitting there going, that's a foul. Yeah. That's a foul. That is not even remote. Wait, you mean you can't swap your goalie, like, you know, mid game and then have him shoot with the, you know, regular stick? And you mean to tell me that you train your best player to stop by using soda cans? Like, I mean, come on. This is really how they train. <laughs> I watched Devil's Play. That's exactly what goes on. That's probably why they I also Yeah, think, that might be an issue. I also think grown men really do drive limos into the middle of ice ponds just to see what happens. I mean, you know, shit happens. Look, have you ever driven? Well, you're in a limo. It's status. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just drive across the ice. You say to yourself, look, this is just how it's done when you've got the... The money. ice will understand. <laughs> the ice will understand. I'm rich enough. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> That creaking you hear, don't worry, that's just yeah. the money. That's just Shove it, cake eater. <laughs> Which, you know, looking back, I didn't realize what that meant until later on. I'm like, how did like Disney get away with that? Because it's probably the closest thing you can get to a slur. It's true. It's true. It sounds harmless enough. And that's probably how they got away with it. Oh, geez. oh, Disney. Yeah, at some point something happened, and so okay. all right, we're gonna get into this because I know Erica. I know she's probably big into this only because we've talked a whole lot about the Northeast and the Midwest. But um, the one article that was presented was, I guess, about the Lightning fans inferiority complex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I actually shared that, and uh, myself and my husband both read it, and we were like, what the hey? Which I suppose would be the reaction you'd expect from Lightning fans. However, Ashley did go on to clarify that she didn't mean it about us. <laughs> she about- Are you sure? Because I-, I feel like there's some like some, like some rivalry going on. No, here. no, she clarified that it was about like crazy indignant Lightning fans on Twitter, um, which is fair, because people tend to say things pretty strongly when they can hide behind... Just a side note, to all of the, the Lightning fans that follow me on Twitter, I do love you. <laughs> this is probably not about wow, you. I love, how, I love how you clean that up real quick. <laughs> After calling him crazy and indignant, and then I was like, wait, wait, hold on, don't kill me. They know where I live. So, um, <laughs> um, I feel like, for the vast majority of us, uh, Lightning fans are, especially in these later few seasons, pretty freaking proud of where we're at, especially in the face of adversity. Um, we may have gotten swept in the first round of the playoffs last year, but we got there. Hey, there were <laughs> circumstances. But we got there without our leading goal scorer and without our starting goalie, which is two pretty big key pieces and names that aren't taken lightly around the league. So, you know, call it what you will. But um, it's true. There are people who are so like, you know, people don't pay attention to us because we're the Lightning, and it's more like on my end of things. Um, when when will like ESPN and the NHL Network wake up and realize not just the lightning, but I mean, since it's here and it's relevant, but like that the blues, their games count that Jersey's games count. 
We the Lightning played uh, last week. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. Thursday we were at the game, and the game went was pretty quiet first period. Uh, in the second period, scoring kind of broke open for the Lightning, and it continued into the third. By the end of the game, we had a 5-0 shutout, and in the third period, the Lightning amassed 52 penalty minutes, and the Buffalo Sabres amassed 58. I was really excited to get home and watch our coverage of that game because I wanted to hear what our announcers had to say because they're hilarious. Well, our coverage didn't record because we had some conflicts on our uh, DVR. So I was like, that's okay. We'll switch over to NHL Network and we'll watch what they have to say. I watched, we watched for an hour. They didn't even mention the game. Now, granted, yeah. Now, granted, Daniel Alfredson did return to Ottawa and did his little one day contract to end things with them. And that's beautiful. And, uh, Brody had his first game with the Blues that night. So there were some big pieces, but that game wasn't even mentioned. When is a 5-0 shutout not interesting, and when is over 100 penalty minutes in one period not interesting? They also showed highlights for that Penguins game, and it was looked really boring. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, I Penguins games are boring. So I'm just going to thump it out there, but please continue. No, I, I, no, it's true. I mean, unless, you know, Sidney Crosby's a concussion, then that's interesting. I didn't say that. I did not say that. So wait, is it Tuesday? Because he probably has one. It's true. It's, yeah, is it a day that ends in a Y? Is he's probably concussed. Is it a day that ends in a Y? Mark andre Fleury might choke. Oh! <laughs> oh, jeez. No love lost here. Not at all. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to Pittsburgh fans listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not sorry. No, just get to the playoffs and you'll know what I mean. <laughs> anyway. But no, um... Uh, Florida is an expansion team for sure, and and or sorry, the Lightning are. Florida is too, but that's a different story. I'm not going there. Um, and so there there are stigma that comes with that. We're not part of the the Big Six, and and in that to that point, neither is St. Louis. But yeah. St. Louis has been around since '67. '67. We were part of the original expansion, and people still don't take them seriously. So I'm not sure what Florida what Florida hockey fans, Southern hockey fans in general, are looking for. Unfortunately. Uh, but it, it does kind of stink. You you hear stuff like uh, when all the talk about the next rounds of uh, outdoor games came around. And uh, St. Louis, which has a beautiful stadium in Bush Stadium, could have an amazing outdoor game there. I mean, Google yourself some images of that stadium. It's stunning. Uh, it's yeah, gorgeous. how they couldn't have an outdoor game there that that wouldn't sell out, I don't know. But I get regionally there are some slight issues here. I think maybe we could make things work in January for an outdoor game. All I'm saying is if if Southern California can handle it, I think Florida could handle it. But people were so offended by the idea. The comments on like, Facebook were literally along the lines of, if you don't get snow on the ground, you don't deserve a hockey team. So um, Tell that to, you know... I don't know, the Coyotes, for one. The LA Kings. I mean, and that's a, that's a Stanley Cup contender right there. The Sharks have gotten really close recently. Um, the they, Ducks have a couple of Cups. The Ducks have Cups. I mean, those are all contenders. And I realize it's a different era of hockey, and we're talking about expanding even further, which will disgruntle even more people. Uh, but that's. I think it's a beautiful thing that the league is growing, if you appreciate the sport. I mean, I think diversity is kind of what's awesome. Like, when your team gets knocked out of the World Series, you kind of want to root for the underdog. I don't, I mean, you know, so why wouldn't that translate to hockey too? Like, you should appreciate that there, that we have the ability to grow. The league's doing the best it ever has right now, so. It really has, but I guess the problem is, though, before we even worry about that, I think, as, you know, in terms of the entire league, they need to find a way to. Because at least the beauty of, you know, back in, I would say, even like the 90s, maybe a little bit in the early 2000s, 
you could still count on there being some decent coverage of hockey, you know, in terms of, I guess, sports news or sports media. But really, like, it's almost become a niche in and of itself. And I don't know what happened, or is it just that, you know, obviously baseball and football really just took off. But I mean, I'm still trying to figure out ways that they could ever really just sort of get themselves out there as far as an organization. Well, maybe ESPN will cover them when LeBron stops eating sandwiches. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or when Kit quits, uh, you know, screwing up out loud for everyone to see. I don't know. I, it's such an interesting game. Like as someone who my my sports are baseball and hockey, and those are such different sports. As someone who can sit through a whole baseball game and actually be interested, I don't know how the masses couldn't be interested in hockey. It is so such an interesting and fun game to watch. And if you aren't caught, if you have, if you haven't caught on by watching it, it on TV, get yourself to your nearest stadium and catch that shit live. <laughs> It'll change your life, people. It, it really will. But again, I guess it's one thing. Like I don't know, and this is gonna sound really stupid. I'm gonna play devil's advocate okay. here. The one thing about baseball is, I mean, while you can play it on like you know your standard diamond, you can pretty much play baseball anywhere. You know, same thing with football. You got like an open area, concrete or grass. I mean, whatever. Choose you know, pick your poison. Right. That's one thing. But the one thing about hockey is, I mean, unless you're playing in an ice hockey, you're not really going to find that in a lot of places. And I wonder if maybe that's the thing because it's, it's not really a game you can easily pick up. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I did mention street hockey earlier, which I realize does not include the ice, so ice required some assembly. But uh, <laughs> I, I do agree with that. Like, it's not something you maybe necessarily would have played as a kid. But I do feel like it's something still that. Um, like through video games, through what is it like? Not foosball, but uh, there's air hockey. Air hockey. You know, I know it's not the same thing, but uh, really not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. But I will also say, I'd much rather, as far as actually being interested in something, I feel like hockey pulls you in quicker than baseball will. Hmm? Like I could, I could walk away from watching a baseball game and like go do something in another room, but if hockey's on. You don't go to the bathroom till there's an intermission or like at least a commercial break. So, but even the commercial breaks are like really short. You know, they come back and then you scored three goals. Like holy shit! And, and, and then you're cursed and you have to go to the bathroom every time you need goals. Yeah. So it it's a downward spiral. Or you start considering like just breaking a bucket next to you, and it's like don't make this weird because I'm going to do this right exactly. here. Exactly. Exactly. I'm prepared. <laughs> Or just have to pray to God that, like, you know, your team doesn't score so you don't, like, stand up halfway through. Exactly. Don't get excited. Don't get excited. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times with hockey, at least in the, in the stories that I've heard about other people getting into it, it's a friend getting you into it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's somebody else who knows about it a little bit. So I think, I think that's well, what I know. You've done that for people, and I know I've done that for people. We've done our jobs, spreading the religion of hockey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering, you know, the how jerseys sometimes fit as boobs, I guess it's almost more of a cult. It's, a, it's the best cult ever. <laughs> That's not crazy. It's like, really, what other cults are you allowed to hit each other and, you know, skate really it's fast? It's true. We're pretty open-minded as far as physicality goes in this cult. It's it's, it's good, you know? <laughs> I'm just That's shaking my dark. head. This got dark really quick. <laughs> It always does on this show. It it does. It's it's true. It's true. But you did touch on something, you know, that's pretty apparent. That you know, the one thing about getting 
a sport or anything for that matter to a large number of people. I guess it's accessibility. And let's be honest, I mean, while obviously there are players on the ice, but really in terms of fans, there really aren't too many, you know, women or people of color like that really, you know, play hockey or even that much, you know, access to it. I don't know if it's because like some, you know, a lot of sports tend to be boys clubs or, I don't know, do you know, have you felt that, you know, because, of course, being, you know, female, being, you know, massive hockey fans, that, unfortunately, discussions tend to kind of get skewed a little bit because, you know, for the sole reason? I, I, I fortunately have not had many conflicts where somebody directly said to me, oh, well, since you're a girl, insert whatever about hockey here, but I feel like we've, Ashley and I both have done our share of defending <laughs> our opinions and our teams to, to simple-minded menfolk. See? <laughs> And I think part of the reason why you haven't necessarily been hassled as much as I have is because of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. If I... No, I, not to be shitty about it, but I mean, if I had a nickel, <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I was called a puck slut, I would be rich. And I would have season tickets. And it would be awful. Oh, man. Wow. Man, I need to get on Twitter. No, no. I'll pay you a nickel if you pay me a nickel. <laughs> that doesn't really help anybody. Does I got a dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, 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 hey. Stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's funny because uh, I have a bad habit of uh, I'll read on Facebook articles about either the Lightning or and especially stuff that NHL or uh, any of the any anything that isn't like Lightning based shares. And uh, it's so funny to hear what people have to say about either. Uh, what team won, or or people just shooting off opinions about players and things like that. Oh man, and, and you 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 know that people are surprised that it is a woman who is responding and with an intelligent response. You've really never had anybody give you any sort of guff about it, though. Um, I've gotten crap like at games for saying things to the team, <laughs> for screaming things at the team. I mean, I know uh, you, and I know some of the things you scream, and well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It um, might not be the fact that you're a lady. I haven't directly been accosted without accosting someone first. I'll put it that way. Like on Facebook. So, like, if you are mean about the Lightning or another team I have soft spots for, and I say something, then you might say something back. Like, I was really defensive about the whole... Bat Batman came out, like, earlier this year and said directly, there will never be an outdoor game in Florida. And I, I was pretty lit up about that because while I realize it makes sense, single us out, man. Single us out. There will never be an outdoor game in Texas or Arizona, but no, just Florida. <laughs> and people were like, yeah, because it's uh, way too hot. And to be fair, a lot of the year it is hot, but we also have some pretty freaking cold Januaries. I mean, that's a pretty specific time, I realize, but you don't have to ask. Wait, time out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I hate to cut you off, but okay, let's just say, what's considered a cold snap in Florida? I just want to... Uh, for Florida, probably below 50. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm in the show. You know what? I just... Um, I, I will say... Other uh, places got weather. It's fair. There's no weather That's here. fair. What I will say is the, the outdoor game in L.A. was held in like a balmy 70 or 78 degrees. Something like that. So we could, we could at least maintain what they did in, in a similar time of year. You're going uh, off topic. Though. I am. I am. No, but what I was going to say was people, gave, me, people gave, a, gave a lot of shit out for that, and I responded, and people had all kinds of nasty things to say back. That, you know, there's just no, there's no reason for a hockey game to happen down here. And and to be fair, a lot of those people were also other people who had teams that they thought that they deserved 
games in their towns. And that's a fair statement, too. Why the league can't rotate those outdoor games, I don't understand. There's no reason not to share that wealth. So, but that's a different topic. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so that's the thing. I guess at some point we're, we're pretty much just going to have the two of you are, well, A, you know what? You're just going to have to do the show, just set up a Twitter account. And you know what? Because I need to hear some of these, because I'm guessing between the two of you, I'm guessing Erica's probably the one that's, you know, threatening to rip people's hearts out. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Ash, you know what? You are kind of diplomatic about <laughs> it. It's a violent at the same time, cool. I don't know. Yep. That's all right. I've well, never punched anyone. Yeah, it's allowed. Wait, hold on. It got quiet and it was dead silence. All right. Are we allowed to talk about this? Because, wait, wait, who did you punch? Wait, was that at a game? Maybe not with you. Um. Oh, I got thrown out of a game. But... Wait, yeah. really? <laughs> I don't know. Is this like, can we tell, is this like, you know, legit, like, you I'm, know, can we get in trouble for this? Because I need to hear the story because I'm like. It was several years ago. Baby Birdie. Um, well, not baby because I was mildly intoxicated. <laughs> there was young, a, young adult Birdie. There was a Boston fan. There's I don't think I really fan. need to say anything more. There was a Boston fan. <laughs> that's that's understandable. That's where they always start. <laughs> so is that like your answer for everything? Like you know, it, every time like you get in trouble, it's like well, if there was a Boston fan. <laughs> well, just... Considering we've made friends with from Boston lately, we have we have to be careful when we drop that excuse. But yeah, it's still pretty much the excuse. It's that or it's that Alex well, Ovechkin. You know it's one of the two. Ugh. Yeah. But that's okay though, because you know, not for nothing. Um, maybe two years ago, I vacationed in Boston, and I absolutely love that city. It's a great place to hang out and visit. But again, it's not the city's fault that the diehard Boston fans have a tendency to be a little um, unreasonable. I guess if you want to clean yeah, it up, yeah, well, that's a nice way of putting it. The nice. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Nice for them. It's it's been a long time since I've dealt with you know I would say completely asshole Devils fans or I've yet to meet one actually. I think I might have been to a Devils game in my time down here. I think, but it doesn't particularly stand out. Not in a hateful way. That means your fans were decent. So yeah, but you know it was a different story back before you know when they built the Prudential Center. They kind a lot of it was cleaned up, but I missed my like. Urine stench, beer soaked, you know, Brendan Byrne Arena then became Continental because it was just, it was the perfect working class, you know, just really just run down arena. And it was, it was just really just dirty and grimy. And every time we'd play Anaheim, there would just be full scale riots and people throwing beer and just, it was a wonderful time. But I guess we moved to Newark and now it's like, Everybody paid so much for tickets, nobody wants to get thrown out Not, anymore. Which is fair. I mean, I can understand that as somebody who is insanely cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Like, we could start a fucking ride at this place, but I don't want to lose my season ticket. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I still am able to go to hockey games even if I hate the person next to me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold on. Which is not what are you actually, to say? Not you. 
I was about to say, like, whoa, that's the terrible thing to Hypothetically, say. Hypothetically, at a game. But usually, Ashley oh. sits next to me, so I guess that's not very fair anyways. Yeah, rude. I mean, if I... Okay, for instance, Ashley and, and uh, my husband and I, we went to uh, a game against the Canadians in the playoffs last season. Ugh. And so Ashley, Ryan, and I are all there in jerseys. We're ready to go. Canadians fans couldn't even bother to put on jerseys. How can you be in a playoff game and not even bother to put on jerseys? What kind of shit is that? They probably couldn't go through customs with them? Uh, no, I think that they all just flew down and were like, we're so cool, we don't need our jerseys. Or they just like came out of the woodwork. I don't know where they came from. But they had their Canadian beer. This episode is going to get a lot yeah. of hate mail. <laughs> I sincerely hope so, because you know what? At this point, I'm like, I'm... please someone like curse us out, because you know what? I have two people willing to back me up. <laughs> exactly. On no, it was one of the most... Un- um, I've never seen more red in that building. I've, I've never seen... You just bitched yeah. about not having a jersey. No, I don't know. They were wearing a lot of red t-shirts. I don't know. But you you were the, there. The people next to us didn't have jerseys. I also scared them with my loudness. <laughs> that was pretty great. Well... That wasn't the issue. The issue was that they threw beer on us. They did throw beer on us. It was pretty rude. The good news is they got knocked out of contention, too, but that's a story for another day. But part of me was actually a little bummed out about that, only because I... Because PK? I know. It just... I don't know. I had this weird affinity, because it just... It was them and... um, So what did they play? Was it Chicago? Yes. That's what it was. And the goal was always to beat Chicago. Yeah, so anyone who was willing to do it, even if it were like, I don't know, the Atlanta Thrashers. <laughs> greatest hockey team on the planet, That's by right. the way. Just you know, If your logo it. is a Pokemon, clearly you win. One of one of my friends describes it as a bird getting sucked into a glass of tang. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the best description of anything ever. Um, it's, it's a Pidgeotto to me. It's a Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe like Spiro. <laughs> Look, a wild Pidgeotto Spiro has appeared. Catch it and turn it into a team you'll lose in a few years. See, hockey has dirty Oof. stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Which... who hears anything about the Winnipeg Jets by a show of hands? I think I just heard cricket noises. Yep, I just heard cricket noises. I think they're do- they're not doing as terrible as they could be this season. That logo is terrible. I like the Pidgeotto better. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> you know what it is? There are a couple of defunct hockey teams. And, you know, every so often part of me is like, you know how cool would it be if they ever came back? Because I was thinking to myself, you know what? I would love to see the... Bring you know, back Hartford. the whalers. Long live the whales! <laughs> We're on your page, man. We're, We're here. We're on your page. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... See, and that's the thing, though. Those teams, like, a team like that's fine. Or, you know what? Hell, just just to kind of just screw with everybody, bring back the Nordiques. <laughs> just just to say, you know what? If you're really going to go French-Canadian, just just go whole hog on it. Just don't even half-ass. But, like, the Winnipeg Jacks, were anybody? Were, was anybody missing Winnipeg? Right. That's uh, I think that's a fair question. And and that's there's also, like, there were gorgeous and wonderful names and designs. For those who don't know, Look yourself up the California Golden Seals logo, because that's an abstract beauty right there. I don't know why that's not a thing anymore. Here's here's the thing, though. Um, Because of the way that their stadium is set up, it actually has the least amount of seats. It's only got, like, 14,000 capacity. Winnipeg. So, yeah. So they've got a waiting list on season tickets for, like, 
like 8,000 people. So, I mean, yeah, they actually moved to Edmonton, Winnipegians. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was not this was not something I knew until I watched Winnipeg and the Ducks game was on over the weekend. I had nothing else going on. Um, So they said that and it was news to me. But I mean, I guess there's a fan base there. It is Canada. So that makes sense. What's the matter? Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Fair. I know uh, I've got friends up in Vancouver that are pretty big fans, and uh, we've, we've been talking about going up there this upcoming year, and we're like, we have to see a hockey game. And they're like, just know it's packed and it's expensive. And it's packed down here. Like, we, most of the games we've been to have been sold out, but, I mean, we stub hub like, $40 tickets and sit ice level. So sorry to everyone listening. If you're from Toronto, I know that hurt. That hurt right in your heart. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh... Wait, wait, really? Forty dollars for like ice seats? Um, yeah, yeah, you got to come down. To make- oh, you're really gonna make me come down to Florida, aren't yeah. you? I've been holding it off. No offense, but God, that's yeah. You can't even catch a break in Prudential for forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they have this thing like a it's a family pack where it's like four tickets, like four hot dogs and like four drinks, and it's like oh, price is starting at like a hundred and fifty dollars. Like, wait, starting at those things start at like a hundred bucks down here. <laughs> I mean. StubHub, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, we're big. We're big proponents. Are are purveyors of uh, StubHub. We're you sell StubHub? I do. <laughs> I feel like I do. We're we're very big advocates for StubHub. Uh, <laughs> no, we've never had a bad experience with it, and we get almost all our tickets that way. And we also our our team down here is really good about lots of giveaways. So. I think like three three games between preseason and regular have been get, things where we've donated canned goods or um, toys and stuff so far, and we've been to free games for free. I mean, they're up in the, the nosebleeds, but whatever. Free's in my budget, and, and and nosebleed isn't bad for free, so I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't even talk to me about nosebleed seats. You. I'll never forget it. I. This was, of course, as much, and this, it broke my heart when um, Gretzky had joined the Rangers. But at the same time, like, at the end of the day, it's the Wayne Gretzky. My dad would often get tickets from a guy he worked with, and he's like, I got tickets to a Ranger game, which, again, I'm like, oh, that hurts. But again, I'm like, I'm going to see the great one. Like, I know he's older, and this isn't great. They were playing the Hurricanes, and they got the shit knocked out of him. But and I'm like, where are the seats? I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna see him. I'm probably gonna shake his hand. And we are in the first, like, it's not even nosebleed. Like, you can actually see like a layer of like atmosphere and clouds, <laughs> and a, and birds flying past. I'm like, however, there's still a picture somewhere in the box of a little ant that's wearing, you know, his number. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, I can't wait. Maybe we come back and we'll, we'll play again. The next year. We actually ended up, and my dad surprised me because, like, we go to MSG, and I'm like, wait, why aren't we going on with the escalator? Oh, check this out. We are, not only are we, like, have ice seats, we're right behind their box. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, this is great. Um, however, um, it turns out um, he had retired that season. Oh, oh that's rough. It really was. So not only that, of course, now I'm sitting there watching a Rangers game, and yes, being on ice level is amazing, but I was just mad as shit. Like, I could have saw fucking Wayne Gretzky. I hope you guys lose. Don't yell too loud. 
That almost sounds like what happened uh, last season. Before uh, Marty Sinami requested his trade, um, the season before, Ashley and a couple of our friends chipped in and got me my first jersey with a name on it. Prior to that, I had a rule. I don't get a jersey with a name on it because whoever it is, as much as you love them, they will leave you and you will be sad. So, yeah, no, it's true. It's really true, though. But it keeps you having a jersey you can wear for the rest of your life. So they, they, they take me to like the team store. They're like, you pick out any jersey you want. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> and this is, I think we still had Vinny at this point too. So this was kind of funny. I was like, I'm going to go with Marty because you know what? Marty will always be with the team. I think there's actually like a video <laughs> clip like on a cell phone of me saying this. And so <laughs> I get the jersey. I'm thrilled. And, uh, we had an awesome ticket rep who, uh, for my birthday last year was like, give me the jersey and I'll get it signed for you. So. He took my jersey. They took Ashley. She had a she had a Brewer jersey, and uh, Ryan Speaking had a, of getting names on jerseys. Yep, and uh, Ryan had a Gudis jersey. Only guy left on the team. Good job, good picking that one, Ryan. And uh, <laughs> they got them. They were supposed to all get signed. Well, that was during the uh, the break last year for the Olympics. Was that right? I think mm-hmm. it was the Olympic break. So he'd had they'd had all the jerseys for like a month and a half at least before we even knew to get them back. And by the time we went back to the stadium to pick up the jerseys, Marty was already done with uh, Tampa Bay, was already in um, New York, and was a Ranger. And both Ashley and Ryan had signed jerseys, and that jerk couldn't even bother to sign my jersey. I've been watching oh, hockey that's the worst. <laughs> since I was a teenager, and he couldn't even sign my jersey. I'm sure he didn't sign a lot of other people's things. But it like, but that was hers. So it was, she's mad about it. It was like insult to injury. <laughs> so like, you didn't get to meet Gretzky, and freaking Marty Louis did not sign my jersey, and then he left. <laughs> I had a, I had his poster up in my cubicle at work, and the day uh, he, it was official that he was traded, I had to take the poster down, and people came from like across the building when they, they were like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you? Do you need to take a step outside? Do you need a drink? Are you okay?" Like. <laughs> I would have asked for like a couple of martinis at that point because if you're that distraught, it's like you know what, you can my you can take these suckers for all the work. <laughs> well, it's horrible too because like I know I'm it's sacrilege. I couldn't like tear the poster up like that was wrong, but I couldn't look at it either. Like you're superstitious in hockey. I'm pretty sure tearing up that poster would have been like the worst karma. I don't know how, but like I couldn't look at the damn thing. So. <laughs> Well, it's not like you're going to wake up and your leg's missing or something. It's just I don't know. I wasn't going to be responsible for cursing the lightning after that. I'm pretty sure that there's karmic reactions for that shit. Marty's going to face those. Marty's going to face those, too. But hey, who am I? Wow. Um, <laughs> the views expressed by Eric did not reflect those. <laughs> Speaking of Marty's, you guys didn't really finish your conversation about a... Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, since since we've kind of come full circle on this, Ash, I don't know. Like, it's just I I want to be happy for you, but I'm just it's like you son of a bitch, you took my goalie. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: we take him. I know, but it's just like, why didn't the Devils just fight harder for him? I think that's a fair statement. Well, Schneider wanted playing time. I, it's not my. It's yeah. fucking Corey Schneider's fault. So be mad at him. Well, I mean, I'm kind of mad at him for a simple fact as well. He's not Brody. And, you know, and it's tough though, because I'm not an athlete in the slightest bit. So I can't, it must be hard to do this thing that you love doing at this level for so long and be good at it as legendary as he's been. And then at the end of the day, 
someone kind of coming to you and saying, well, you know, unfortunately you're getting older, you're not able to do this anymore. I'm not going to lie, that must be really tough. But at the same time, just because he's not allowed to play doesn't mean he can't stay with the organization, and maybe if he doesn't necessarily start or wants with playing time. And I do agree, it was kind of a little dick that the Devils, you know, obviously gave him less time, but at the end of the day, he was slowing down. He hadn't really been performing at the top of his game. And I guess my fear is, I mean, he did what I'm sure a lot of people would have done, is go to some place where I guess he felt he'd be better utilized. But at the end of the day, you know, while he's a name who will probably sell tickets, it's not like he's going to get any younger. Well, well, he's got pretty good incentive to win. He gets 10K a win right now. Yeah. So that helps. <laughs> that keeps me motivated. <laughs> but nobody's paying me, so. Well, and the Blues are using him, not to be shitty, but, like, they're using him kind of as a stopgap. Because, I mean, Brian Elliott went down with a knee injury and was, you know, week to week. And while our backup is more than capable, it, and he's a young guy and you just don't want to put that much wear and tear on him. So they needed someone. Um, Bennington in the AHL was not ready. And so they looked elsewhere and it works for now. I'll be curious to see what happens when Brian Elliott is practical strength. Yeah. And is ready to play again. What they, that's kind of my concern because, again, for Brody, this is like, you know, great, he's starting, doing well, but you're absolutely right. Once he comes out of the, you know, the injured list, it's like, okay, so what happens? Does he get benched again? Because I guess my fear is the same thing might end up happening to St. Louis, no offense. Yeah. But, and he's going to be stuck where it's like, you know what, if this is how this works, and I mean, unless he's still getting paid the same per win, then I guess maybe there is an incentive to stick around. But Well, and for me... I'm sitting here, you know, fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything crossed, that they don't decide to trade Jake Allen or Brian Elliott in hopes to try and keep him around because you don't know. I mean, the guy's 42. Like, he's the best 42-year-old ever. We yes. understand. But he is 42. Yeah. So how much longer? But unfortunately, he's not like Tim Duncan, who the older he gets, the better he plays. He's just... Yeah. And also, his strategy really is... You know, I'm surprised. Is that even going to work for St. Louis? His style, Cause different. He has a- his style is very different. I mean, he likes he likes good sight lines, and you guys are good at getting in front of the net. And yeah, it it's it's definitely a learning curve, I think, for the Blues and and for Murray. So, well, I can't I can't even begin to fathom playing with the same guys, the same organization for as long as he did, and then going elsewhere. And I know the expectations on him are really high, but you've got to be cognizant of a learning curve there. I just, well, especially he wasn't playing hockey, and I'm sure he was keeping himself healthy in the meantime, but he I, he wasn't playing with another team. He, he was practicing with um, Scott Gomez. But he wasn't actively playing. No. So that's that's different in itself, too. So, but I hope that you can get along yeah. the rest of this season is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I would also say, it's I, do we know if St. Louis plays Jersey at home? They've already done that. Well, that's good that that's out of the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would have been rough. <laughs> Which I didn't even watch that. Well, no, we did. Oh, I did watch that game. Never mind. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I could have, you know, as, as fun as this all has been, it's like, you know what? Maybe we're not as close. Maybe we should have done this in the off season <laughs> back when things might have been a little bit better. Cause doing this in like the middle of the season, it's like, oh man, I'm, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and tensions are still high. Like we might not ever speak again. Uh, we'll always talk or we'll yell, but I mean, it'll be nice, right? Yeah. I don't know. You've been thrown out of games, Ashley, and you've supposedly you threatened first. to bolt. That's all. <laughs> That's what happened to my instance, like he, too, actually. He hit me first. So yeah. I hit him back. There you we go. got thrown out. There you go. Mine was at a concert, to clarify, but at the same time, when a drunk guy needs to get hit, a drunk guy needs to get hit. No. You know what? If it's at a concert, it's fair game, because you know what? You're right. A lot of people need to get punched. It's, it's very true. It's very true. But the trick is, though, you have to do it in a way that's not like a, you know, you son of a bitch, and you kind of, like, get, like, a right cross or something like that. You kind of have to do it like, I'm going to mosh in his pit, but I'm going to throw this elbow strategically directly at your face. I didn't plan it out that well, man. I did not plan it out that well. <laughs> Are you at least allowed to, like, divulge what show it was? That was Bayside. Wait, what? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who, who throws down at a Bayside car? Uh, apparently. I, I mean, you know, when the, when you have to do what you have to do, you have to do it. But, uh, no, um. I don't blame you. I'm just saying, like, you know, why would you even be that much of an asshole at a Bayside? Well, they were touring for Killing Time, which is their, you know, one of their more angry albums. <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> it's less, it makes it better, right? Yeah, it's less slit your wrist. It's more, I'm really pissed at my ex. You know, those, that helps. Uh, no, there was a guy who'd been cut off from the bar, like, maybe an hour prior. And, uh, his. <laughs> an hour prior. Yeah, Jesus. and his friend kept bringing him drinks. And, uh,. He was basically thrashing back and forth in not the pit, and there wasn't a lot of room. And he must have smacked into me about 20 times before he smacked into me, so hard he nearly knocked me over. I fell about halfway over, and my reaction upon getting up was to punch him in the side of the head. And while the security guard <laughs> had no problem with him drunk thrashing into everyone and knocking me over, they took offense at me trying to swing in his head. I don't know why... So, uh, two seconds later, I'm being hauled out by my tukas, and, uh, my husband doesn't know where I am, and I'm screaming and flailing my arms because the Erica that was indignant two minutes ago is now freaking out, like, am I gonna get arrested for punching this guy in the head? <laughs> so, then Ryan almost threw down with him outside the show, because the guy was still crazy drunk and indignant, so that was fun. But, uh... So we watched the rest of that show from outside the building, trying to listen for the songs that we liked, so that was fun. But I did not get arrested, so that part's good. That's good. So you hear that, um, lawyers? Exactly, exactly. And I and I have yet not yet seen a full set from Bayside since then. So there, that's good. I mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone else have any like horrible like confession they want to give out here? Or? Exactly, hockey or or show confessions. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've hit like I've. Less elbowed people, but I've shoved a lot of people because it's a lot more fun being on the outside of a pit trying to keep people like localized because oh, you can kind of get a couple of shots in without people like you know. I have shoved a lot of people. That is a fun game. I am not it, a it really but is. I am a definite shover. Well, like I I got punched at a matches show and I hit the kid back. You got punched at a matches show, right? So random. Um. And it was in Chicago, and I saw him later getting on the train, and he came over and high-fived me for <laughs> punching him. So, bitch was drunk. He was drunk. Yep. So, I don't 
know, people are weird. It's true. It's Violent. true. But it's granted that's a whole other show. But I'm like, wow, people fight at like in Masha, like the weirdest shows. Uh-huh. It's true, very true. Like I've been to some really insane, like dangerous gay plan shows, and everybody's having a good time. Who fights at Matt? Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you guys are big Coheed and Cambria fans. Have you said has anything interesting happened at a Coheed show? Um, Claudio stopped the yeah. show that's because crazy. because of kids fighting up front. Wait, did that happen at your that show or where was show. it? Oh shit, that's right. Oh wow. That was scary. I saw the video and the thing is, like, I mean I've met him a few times at Comic Con, you know, nothing major, but he seems like such a like laid back person. Yeah. However, listening to the music you realize, you know what, this guy, you know, could probably start some shit if he wanted to, but he's gonna choose not to. There's nothing more embarrassing than having someone stop a show, like stop playing. Just to like to kick one person out, like you know what, you might as well just not just go home and like just not even hang yourself, but just don't do anything for at least a good two years because that's embarrassing. Stay in your room and think about what you did. Which is an which is an interpretation of what we say at hockey games when guys go into the penalty box, get in your box and think about what you did. Yeah. So it travels well. Uh, but I haven't even seen as many fights there. Just people who are unable to keep their moshing in a centralized area. People yeah. also people also mosh pretty shittily these days. Like the hardcore dancing and stuff is pretty embarrassing. Like that's not anything I'd identify as like a a pro about myself. I don't do it. But like if you were listing like talents and abilities, that's not anything I'd ever list. Like I can swing my arms around and look like I'm mowing a lawn simultaneously. That's not a compliment to anyone. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We got so off topic. I don't know. At the, you know, like I said, you've listened to us. When have we ever stayed on anything for too long? Very I know true. how to pull it back in. Hey, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, Batman. No. <laughs> I'm going to use that in a future show to be like. No, I, you know, I'll, I'll give concession for Batman. It's not like she said Superman. Then I would just hit the stop. <laughs> no, I mean, I really, and we're done here. And really, I should have been more like and Gambit because that would have been more my speed. But Batman came to mind. Sorry. <laughs> Which you know what though? Let's let's bring this. Let's get a little even geekier with this. So I mean, I don't know how you know what you're into, but are you actually excited at all for this Channing Tatum Gambit movie they're planning? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's the first time I've actually heard about it, so I need to be better about being in the loop. But of all the people that could play him, come on. Like, really? I don't need it to be an underwear model. I need to be a guy with a wonderful Creole accent. Good luck with that. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, though, I, I have this weird soft spot for him now, like, especially after the Jump Street movies. Like, he can really be funny if he wants to be, but I can't see him pulling off an accent. I don't know that he can pull off a magenta sweater. That's my problem. I mean, uh, whoops. Whoops. Oh, he would look amazing. You know what it is? Because they'll, they'll mute it a little bit, so it's not as bright. I think maybe you have a man crush on him. I think that's what I'm smelling. Are you smelling that, Bergie? <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I'm more of a Seth Rogen guy to tell you the truth. That's fair. And I think that'd be weirder as Gambit. Let's be honest. Well, Seth Rogen as Gambit? I'd buy it. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Channing Tatum as, as Gambit and Seth Rogen as Rogue. <laughs> there you go. No, wait, if that's the case, then you know what makes Seth Rogen Gambit and then James Franco has to be Rogue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So, I'm pretty sure that you're casting the Batman and Superman movie because your choices make more sense than theirs do. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I would love to cast that movie only because it's just... Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't think, like, I wish I had, like, a really good response for who I think would be a better Gambit off the top of my head, but I'm not thinking of anything clever. Uh, Diego Luna played him in a couple, at least, um, like, one of the X-Men movies, like, in a back alley in a corner for two minutes or something, and as a, as a kid reading the comics, I loved Gambit and Rogue, so him only getting, like, two seconds of screen time and not even being what I thought he was supposed to be... <laughs> was kind of weird, so I'll say that. So I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm sure Channing Tatum will do a better job than Diego Luna did, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. But I'll... but if they do a Gambit movie, he has to. It has to be like the full '90s gear with, you know, the headgear thing, which I know Atlas despises. But <laughs> it's you know with like the the skin tight. Like he's got to wear like the leggings with like those the magenta stripes on. Yeah, them. and yeah, like the crazy shin guards and uh, the the trench coat that leads to people thinking you're a perv. Yeah, I forgot about the shin guards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, the shin guards. How did I forget the shin guards? Yes, the beautiful shin guards. I mean that outfit. There were gloves. Is the whole ensemble and the staff. Yeah, it's a lot to come together. I mean, it really is. <laughs> Why do you need to wear so many layers? That just seems excessive. It was the 90s. Everybody just wore, like, whatever you could find. From the girl who loves sweater vests so much, I don't think you've got room to talk about layering. <laughs> I lived in... Oh, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> lived in a place with weather. Oh, shush your face. Both of the 90s. And not judge me. Hi, hi, hi. But... Look, if you didn't have one denim jacket, you know what? Then you're dead. That's today. right. You gotta have at least a Canadian tuxedo, at least one. <laughs> Hell no, it's a prerequisite. <laughs> All right, but before we head out, though, I'll, we'll bring it back to one hockey point here. Um, we, were, of course, the whole time we've been talking about ways of like maybe they can make the game more exciting, do things different that maybe people will be more into. And the one thing I guess was also you guys brought to my attention was the good point about the. Shootout. The, Which, should they do away with the shootout? Fuck shootouts. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I think a skills competition has no place in, in deciding who will and will not be in the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, every game in regulation, I'm sorry, not regulation, but in season, is, is going to determine whether or not you're in the playoffs. So I would rather see a tie and points appropriated properly than than a, than a skills game. Because that's all it is. It's a contest. Well, and the NHL doesn't even take shootouts seriously. No. Like, on the off chance that two playoff teams are tied in every other stat, they go to regulation overtime wins. Shootout wins are not a part of that as to determine seating. So... I will say they are fun to watch. They are fun to watch. I wouldn't mind watching them at like the all-star game. Like a, you know, that's a different setting. But as far as when you, when your team, they're, they're going to the playoffs hangs in the balance. And I hope for everyone who has a team that they love that you start at the beginning of the season hoping that your team can get to the playoffs. <laughs> when you go to a lot of shootouts, it's just rough. I mean, it really, it, it's not at all like actual gameplay aside of it from the fact that you are on skates and you are on the ice and you're using a puck, but that's where it starts and stops. It's nothing at all like a real game for the goal, for the goalie or for the, the guy who's trying to score. So 
I think the rant, <laughs> rant, rant. But uh, I think the um, <laughs> the OT period is well done, and I do think the idea of going to three on three after the five on five is good, and I like the switching um, switching zones too. Well, and the AHL is trying basically another five minute OT period, but instead of four on four, it's three on three. Yep. Which I think would be more interesting. I think so. Because the, the shootout really, like, if you like me, of course, you know, going back to the Mighty Ducks, yeah, it was cool at the end when they're, you know, Adam Banks is going up against, you know, whatever the hell the name of the goalie was. Sweden! Yeah. Or Iceland, or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> Angry. Which is funny, but total aside, I didn't realize that the guy that played Gunnar Stahl in the second one was also the goalie in the varsity team in the third <laughs> one. <laughs> Who apparently doesn't have an accent anymore, but, <laughs> but yeah, like it's cool then, you know, it's all in slow motion and it's like there's drama, but when you put that in like a real world, you know, setting, it's not, it's not exciting. I mean, it, it can be, it can be exciting, but yeah, you're right. It is kind of dull and it really does ruin a lot of games, especially momentum. It does. It does. Um, I think you watch now, granted, uh, our last shootout, it was our backup goalie, Nabby and Net. And that poor guy, he's really not meant, at least, at least what I've seen, he's not meant for shootouts. <laughs> well, and there are other goalies that aren't meant for shootouts that are otherwise good goalies. Yeah. And I think also the way it affects the players, it's one thing to miss a shot in real time in a game. Shit happens. Um, but when you watch, like, if you watch that game slow down, it's so awkward to watch, like, a regular, a regular player go ahead and do that. Like, it seems so unnatural. Not everybody. So, right. so. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody can be TJ Sochi. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think uh, the the shootout itself was only instituted in like 2005 in an effort to speed the game up. Yeah. So it's not. Like it. How much faster can the game possibly be? Like it's already fast paced. I mean, I get home from a hockey game a lot faster than I get home from a baseball game. But um, <laughs> so. I was about to say they should just do shootouts in baseball. It'll just kind of be like a home run. Derby. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, I can kind of understand the wanting to speed it up because I mean, there was a it was a St. Louis Chicago playoff game last season where it went into freaking three overtime periods, and those are twenty minute full on periods. So you basically got two hockey games for the price I of one. I remember that. And it was like two thirty in the morning before it ended. I was so tired. No. There way. Was also, there was a shootout last year that went to like 13 rounds. Yeah, that was one of the lightning ones because I remember watching yep. it with you. Yep, which is pretty insane. Freaking nail biter. Oh. And, and I mean, as fun as those things are to watch, that's taxing on the players. I mean, now granted, these are guys who are paid millions of dollars to go out and do what they're doing. But I don't know about you, but if your team's in the playoffs, I don't want them to play two games back to back in one night and then have to go out and do it again the next day. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Definitely. I would like them to stay healthy and earn their millions of dollars and play well for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> so that way you can wear your jersey and not, you know, with pride and not like me, occasionally look at it in your closet and go, <sighs> one of these days, you know. One just... of these days. Hey, your team has Stanley Cups under their belt. <laughs> yeah, well, granted, the last time there was there, I was a big fan of Atreyu, so. <laughs> it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. <laughs> Oh, Ash, Erica, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you, ladies. Likewise. Um, I don't know if you're all comfortable with, or maybe I should say, I don't know, do you feel like the people should stalk you, or 
if only there was a place where people can go to you and talk about <laughs> hockey. Oh, like, oh, I, I imagine this world where people can be like, oh, so where can I talk to you? Oh, you can find us at blah, 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 blah. And then it'd be like, oh, here, you hear that, ladies and gents? Go to blah, 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 blah. And, you know, chat all about this and hear about more stories where, you know, my good friends have gotten thrown out of concerts and hockey. There you go. Well, Adrian might be plugging us doing a, a hockey podcast. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait. Who said anything about a podcast? See, now you put words on now. <laughs> the trust is broken. I'm hurt. You know what? I, I hope all your teams lose. Oh. <laughs> no, let me stop because it'll actually like happen. Down then... here. Oh. Anyways. Burn. <laughs> the lamest burn ever. That's true. <laughs> it was, you know what, though? It's, it's a technicality burn. You're like, oh, hey, that's, that's true. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I didn't, hey, I didn't steal your goalie. She did. I no such thing. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? Treat them well, but at the same time, don't let them push you around. Because I mean, we've we've seen that in sports thousands of times where big names have gone to organizations that completely just ruin them from the inside there out. There you so. go. But no, to your to your original <laughs> question, we were totally fine with being being shouted out at. I think. Yeah. Um. I pretty much live on Twitter. Um. My handle is iceberg seventy four. You live on Facebook. I do live on Facebook, which probably makes it not as easy to find me. Yeah. Um, probably not. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. We'll have to find a Twitter handle for you. That's or something. true. I will say, uh, Instagram, I share plenty of, plenty of hockey photos. If you wanted to chat at me on a, on a photo, I know that's not as easy as the tweeting, but I am Erica Imagines, uh, on Instagram. So I'm an Insta ham on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that was oh. the lamest thing I've ever heard. I am so glad we're ending the show. Yep. <laughs> Friendship terminated. <laughs> yeah, we should just totally do this again because that was an absolute blast. Um, yeah, that'll do it for Asian. Well, it's more of like Asian and Erica and actually have issues. Yeah. Or we could change around the names. I guess it'd be like AAE or A. <laughs> have issues. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next issue. Bye. Bye. Bye.